Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. We continue on with the post-game show as we talk a little bit more, our post-game podcast, I should say. Uh, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. We love having you on board. And if you ever want to get a hold of us, we're available on Instagram. And we are able to get a hold of, uh, you can get a hold of us on Instagram or Facebook. Okay, so the Browns win 26-24. First time since uh, 2004. They get a win in the first week of the season. How about the head coach after the game? Um, You know, again, just one game. I expected that. But, you know, it's nice to start the season without worrying about being on the hot seat for at least one week, right? Yeah, that that is a a nice change of pace. Uh, Although, had they lost that game. uh... (laughs) It would have been. I am telling you, I would not have wanted to go to work tomorrow. I might have called in sick. Yeah, it, it, it would have been ugly. Uh, here's Kevin Stefanski after. Offensively, fought like crazy. I, I know the stats maybe aren't pretty. I don't care. Uh, and then, you know, the kicking game, uh, Cade came through, and, and we knew he was going to come through us at some point. Uh, here it is in game one, and, and the kid just knocks it down the middle. So really proud of those guys again for fighting. Uh, you know, I did remind them in there this counts as one. It, it's one game. We're 1-0, and we're, and we got the biggest game of our life next season, uh, next week. And knowing we have the biggest game of our life next season. I mean, next week. We're playing next week. <laughs> yeah, let's stop. We are we're winning. We were undefeated this season. See you later. Goodbye. We're good. For the first time ever uh, in generations, the Cleveland Browns are undefeated in uh, <clears throat> just to start a year. Here, uh, here's some more Stefanski talking about uh, basically just, you know, uh, winning the way we all expect them to uh, without Deshaun Watson. And that is U-G-L-N-Y. You're so focused on the task at hand and what we need to do. I mean, they, they get the big play. They're in field goal territory. Great job by our defense to hold them to three. Obviously, uh, that was huge. And then it's, all right, we're coming back, and you're just in the moment, just figuring out what you got to do to get a win. And any which way, you got to find a way to win. And they did that. And Again, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about this. If they do pick up victories, we're going to be talking about these games like this for the next 11 games. Like, I just feel That's like the team's slogan this year, we win ugly Cleveland Browns football 2022. There's already a t-shirt that's been printed. I'm sure there are 50,000 people that already have it. <laughs> win ugly. That's what they're going to be. And that's okay. I feel like they chipped away one game closer to Deshaun Watson being the starting quarterback. That's, that's kind of how you have to look at it. But Jacoby Brissett was, as I said, was emotional after the game. It wasn't pretty, but he did what he had to do. And I do think that Kevin Stefanski appreciates the fact that he has a quarterback that he feels like he's on the same page with, or at least will execute what he wants out on the field. Yeah, uh, exactly. And uh, and Jacoby Brissett, in turn, is very thankful for Cade York. Coming in, everybody obviously knew about Cade and, and uh, seeing the kicks that he's made throughout his college career. Uh, and, and I mean, we, like I said, we saw him in practice do it. Um, you see the, the work that he puts in, the confidence he has, uh, and um, 
and it showed up today uh, in the biggest moment. And I and he is probably the happiest guy right now because instead of us talking about how poorly Jacoby Brissett played f- for the duration of this podcast, right, and that being the reason why the Cleveland Browns were unable uh, to win a, a game that, quite frankly, they should have uh, won in a route, we're sitting here talking about just an incredible uh, gutsy kick by Cade York and how I guess like it's we're going to come to expect that right uh, from him and that like that's a good thing. Uh, there's no no nerves sending him out there in, in that spot. But if you're Kevin Stefanski and you know all you need to do is get to your opponent's thirty-five or forty-yard line. And you got points in your back pocket, right? I think that opens things up for him. Now, what was curious early in the game is the first to drive, right? Did not kick the 53-yard field goal. He went for it. And that was right after Jacoby had missed that third down throw down the field to Amari Cooper. Cooper could have caught that thing and and strutted in backwards into the end zone. Uh, And then he came back on fourth down. And he was wide of Donovan Peoples-Jones, who tried to make a toes in bounds, his entire body out of bounds catch um, and wasn't able to do it. And so they turned it over on downs. But, you know, Stefanski showed us again, he's going to remain aggressive on fourth down, but to have a weapon like that's that's the biggest for me, Andy, takeaway. Yes, we're all impressed with Cade York's uh, leg. I'm as guilty as anybody of super hyping him up and blowing him up uh, during training camp with some of the kicks that I saw, but that dude is now a weapon for the Cleveland Browns. They have a weapon and it feels good. or a kicker. And how about on the kickoff, so, right? They get the penalty and on the kickoff, they back him up and dude still kicks it through the uprights after a penalty, having an even longer kick. So, he is really, truly a unique weapon for the Cleveland Browns. That's That, to me, is like really super exciting, aside from the fact that he hit the 58-yard game winner. So I thought it was interesting after the game, Stefanski said that in that first opportunity when you were talking about where they decided to go for it on fourth down, he said he didn't want to put Cade York in that position to have to hit a super long field goal because it would have been like 50-plus. And he said that he wanted to put the young guy out there um, in a position to try to get moving with a little bit of momentum, some shorter field goals, some extra points, so that he could kind of get the feel for what it was like in an NFL game. I'm sure the kid would have been like, Coach, I mean, look, I kicked at LSU. I know what I'm doing. I remember how cocky I was when I first got drafted. Okay, well, I know I've toned it down a little bit, but I can make that. I'm sure he would have loved the opportunity to go out there. And, Daryl, let's not kid ourselves. You had confidence in him. I had confidence in him mainly because of what he was able to do in that last preseason game before the game, kicking his 70-yard field goal. And I know there's no pressure in that situation, but, that you know, like I said, he was in studio with this week. That kid is ice, and it's hard to believe he was in high school four years ago. Unbelievable. Uh, His first two kicks were PATs. Then he uh, got a 26-yarder, which is shorter than a PAT these days a 34-yarder and a 36-yarder, and then was sent out there to kick the game-winning 58-yarder. Probably, yeah, so to Stefanski's point, didn't want to put him in that spot, but, well, welcome to the National Football League, kid. (laughs) 
Well, you're going to have a fan club. They're going to be wearing York jerseys before the end of the week. Cleveland is about to become Yorktown. Hey, there we go. I got two Yorktown references in. There we are. Well done. Well done. No battle when you live in York. Now that's not good. That's a bad one. Okay, listen. Let's look ahead to next week because the Browns come home. They take on the Jets. Uh, The Jets uh, did not look good today against the Ravens. 24-9 the final on that. Lamar Jackson, uh, 213 yards, three touchdowns as he sits and debates with – Steve Biscotti, the owner of that team, about what his next contract should look like, considering they shut it down. If I hear any more whining about the fact that Biscotti's all mad about the fact that the Browns had all that guaranteed money for Deshaun Watson, I just say, boo-hoo, pay your quarterback. I'm done. I'm tired of it. Stop using the Browns to defeat you. Don't you remember? You guys stole the team from Cleveland. Uncle, uncle, uncle. I have no sympathy for the Ravens. Pay the guy before you lose him because he'll be in another uniform next year if they don't pay him. Look, maybe bailing Art Modell out was just a little too expensive for Steve Biscotti, and it hurt (laughs) you today. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. (laughs) I couldn't resist. Maybe he had to pay for a wide receiver that he couldn't afford. I don't know. Oh, wait. Is that too soon? He's got to go do some panhandling at Banks in downtown Baltimore to get money for Lamar Jackson. Like, if I'm Lamar Jackson every time, Every time I throw a touchdown or run for a touchdown, I'm doing the uh, the Johnny Manziel show me the money. Oh. I'm de- but not not like arms wide open though, like Manziel would do. I would just like right in front of my right below my chin. I'd just be like, eh, just show me the money every every time. Every is time, the, money. Is he the new Andre Risen? I I don't know, but I I, I am I am kind of surprised that the Ravens did not get him taken care of uh what's even more interesting is that it it looks like the leakage on the negotiations came from neither party that it came from the nflpa which if it did i would think is somewhat problematic but i i think the numbers were 133 guaranteed 250 overall for six years which puts him in the deshaun watson annual earnings ballpark but it's not fully guaranteed and look um the nfl owners are trying to make sure that there is never another Deshaun Watson contract for a quarterback. I get it. I don't care like you, right? Ain't my money. Don't care. They got, I don't the care. Got the money. They can afford it. Um, and yeah, they charge $17 for a beer at a game. They can do whatever they want. Right. I'm not, I don't feel sorry for the NFL owners in that situation. The, the, the Browns are going to be charging $95 to tailgate at the science center. So that just to put things in, right. I mean, right. Like, the, the NFL prints money and the fans just fork fork it over. So uh, I, I have no sympathy for any of these owners when it comes to player salaries. And I'm all about the players getting every dollar uh, that they can because their careers uh, are a play away, quite frankly, from being over. And and I'm not being negative. No, uh, I agree with you. Like that's just, they're putting their bodies on the line each and every week. But um, looking forward to the the Jets flying into town. Um, I have a feeling that uh, it uh, should be a very festive home opener for the Browns uh, based on what we saw from uh, the Jets uh, against the Ravens. And, um, you know, I, I just overall, Andy, I love what I saw from the running game offensively. For the most part, I like defensively what I saw. Uh, love the kicking game. Uh, Demetric Felton scares the crap out of me, uh, catching punts. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of my week one review for the Cleveland Browns. Jacoby Brissett, right. yuck. Running game, awesome. Kicker, 
awesome. Defense, mostly awesome. Demetric Felton scares the daylights out of me fielding punts. There you go. Fair enough. There's your assessment. All right, this has been the first post game. It's always game day in Cleveland. For our amazing producer, Meredith Kane, we say thank you for listening. Again, if you like the podcast, all you need to do is subscribe, give us a couple notes, give us some stars, do whatever it takes. We appreciate you, and we appreciate you listening. Again, if you want to get a hold of us on Instagram, on Twitter, at GameDayCLE. The Browns win week one. It's always game day in Cleveland.